nerds and ne'er-do-wells, it's AJ here, and welcome back to another episode of the Adventurers Anonymous podcast, the home of improvised fantasy fuck-nuggetry. And this is episode 21. Yes, that's right. We're finally legal. After nearly two years of peddling our unique blend of degenerate dramatization, we have reached the big 2-1. So thanks for sticking with us and coming along for the ride. Due warning, as ever... This week's episode is probably not suitable for little ears. It contains a plethora of tricky topics and adult themes. And when I say adult themes, I don't mean the finer minutiae of how to fill out your tax return. However, if you speak fluent innuendo and are happy to gird your loins, then perhaps stay with us. If you're new to this podcast and can't work out what the fuck I'm going on about, don't worry, you're not alone. Why not give this a pause and go and find our trailer? which will give you a very brief outline of the main cast of characters. But you didn't come here to listen to me drivel on, did you? So without further ado, go grab yourself a drink, pull your chair closer to the fire, and come join us for this week's episode of Adventurers Anonymous. Right, right. I am recording this motherfucking thing. We're doing this whether we want to or not. And quite frankly, and no, 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 none of the listeners want this. So let me dig out my trusty, my trusty recap. Right, who's ready for a recap? I'm ready for a recap. Can we have a recap? <laughs> Who's sponsored by this week, Lewis? Oh, um, this, uh, oh, let me check my notes. Ruffle paper, ruffle paper. Um... I believe we are sponsored this week by the good folks at Barry's Tantric Sex Orchard. Um, I've got. Um, <laughs> I've, I've got. I've heard they've got a Groupon deal at the minute um, over the over the wow. winter over the winter holidays, and uh, it's fun for all the family. If you've got crabs, he's got apples. <laughs> <laughs> Barry's, Barry's Tantric Sex Dungeon Orchard. Oh, sorry. Oh, don't get it wrong. We'll, we'll lose our mon- monetization from him. <laughs> All right. Jesus Christ. That's an image. Okay. Well, we'll uh, we'll leave that with you. <clears throat> Do we get some sort of discount if people... Um... If enough people get that group on, then uh, I, that's what I've heard. That's what my notes say anyway. Ruffle paper, ruffle paper. So. It's, All right. It's also like kind of place that you have, like, physical paper vouchers, like, really big ones that, like, say <laughs> the name of it. Like a, a Keith Chegwin-esque check. Comically oh, large <laughs> check, and he's knocking at your door going, wait, please, it's so heavy, please come to my orchard. <laughs> Please take this group on. It's not real. Can you hear the noise of all of our American listeners instantaneously Googling who Keith Chegwin is and the deep sigh of disappointment? Who's the Keith Chegwin of of the US? Oh, there'll be a guy. There's the old guy, right? The, um... Ryan Seacrest? No, no. The guy who always does, like, telethons. Telethons are really American, right? Like, there's the Friends episode about it and stuff. Um, uh, uh, oh, what's his name? The old guy. Really? Uh, no, you mean. Um, uh, but, is he, I'm thinking of Bob Hope, the American guy. Like, but he's not really Keith Chegwin. He's kind of more of Terry Wogan, the equivalent. Um, Again, the name which is really going to resonate. I mean, America not being welcome in the Eurovision Song Contest. Oh, I yeah. Feel, I mean, Australia is, but mm. sadly, America has never got an invite. Right. Missing out. Fuck this niche talk about crab apples, STDs, and Keith Jaguar. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a big three minutes it's been. We've crammed a lot. <laughs> it's been diagram. It's been tight. Right. 
Oh, fuck. Right, let me rescue you all from that amazing <laughs> mental image by reading you out a catch-up. So, last we left off with our intrepid adventurers, they had had their whole lives thrown into disarray, having gathered together their wits. After the visceral fight with the gnome bandits, they'd given Skarl the low-key and disrespectful burial that he deserved. Tati, taking a hot moment to weigh up the myriad of life events that had taken him down the path that found him hovering over the charred and violated body of Skull. Reuniting with trusty steeds, the party made their way back to Palebank Village, where they were greeted by the survivors of the recent massacre and afforded some short but much-needed respite. Having decided that democracy was a concept that the party could really get behind, they voted to go back to Uthodan and properly recover from their recent antics before heading back down to the south for sunnier climes to pursue a few loose ends. If their plan had had to have had a fundamental flaw, then that would have been leaving the transport arrangements to Aristobulus, who attempted to take them back to the Dwarfen City via a summoning circle in the village. Long story short, whatever deities watch over that wizened pervert took great umbrage with him opening opening a roiling vortex that swallowed the party whole, throwing them through time and space, eventually splitting them out in the centre of the cathedral in Uthodern, halfway through a peaceful service. Sorely picking themselves off the cold flagstones, the party were roughly escorted out of the cathedral by armed glass blades and escorted to the courthouse and deposited in the city jail. Realising along the way that Aristobulus's interdimensional shitshow had deposited them no less than two years into the future. Stripped to their equipment and their dignity, they found themselves languishing in a rather unsavoury jail cell. Looking up, they saw a figure pause at the cell bars in the corridor, a man dressed all in animal furs, a wolf pelt over his head. They instantly recognised him as the man who had stalked them across Melasmere. The seasoned hunter gave them a slow nod and paced away into the shadows, melting away. And that is where we will pick up with this week's episode. So we're in jail. You're in jail. Sweet. In a dwarven city. Cool. In a pretty horrible looking jail cell with one of those kind of small holes in the wall. You get the feeling you're up against the outer wall of some parts of the upper part of the city as you can see a small ray of light coming through. The rest of it is piss stinking straw on the floor. <laughs> uh, you're... You're in a communal jail with various unsavoury-looking characters also chained to the wall. You're all chained to the wall, and none of you have your equipment. As you go to mentally patch yourself down, Aristobulus, you realise you don't even have your tin whistle on. Shit. What about Robo Stars? But yeah, you're not naked. Yeah, so I mean, I mean what I've got on me, but I don't have my equipment, my bag. <laughs> I'll say for the purposes of this that they haven't worked out that you um, have a weapons-grade robe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's good. And they, as we all know, they can never take my faith. So there's, there's, there's that. So exactly. So we, we've always got a few options up my sleeve. Um, cool. I've got something up my sleeve. Magic missile comes out. Exactly. I uh, kill us all. I'm going to kill us all in some blast, probably. But hey, you know, hasn't it been fun? Just imagine you, you've got your arms chained to the wall as you try and pull one of the stars off your robe using (laughs) the mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I kill us all. I'm surprised that's not accidentally happened. I've rolled too low and and just we've, we've combusted. Mm. But, but but hey, we're here now, so cool. Yeah, who? Well, well. Is um is Barbara in the same cell as us? No. 
Can I see where she is? Is she right anywhere? You can make me a perception check. Sure can. Thirteen. Uh, looking around, you don't see her, nor do you have any inclination of where she is. At some point in all of this craziness, you've lost track of where she is. She definitely came through the portal with you because you were very sure to check that you didn't lose your dog in time and no, your life partner in time and space. Um, Good to say, Wolf. It is your life partner, though. Don't try that cool. Um, since since we are, I'm, I'm chained up once again. Aristobulus is is in chain, chains. Just how you sleep, chained to a wall. Let's be honest, not that surprised. So it reminds me of some like good nights out, and then some really good nights out. So I think I'd like to get to know the people around us. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 Because yeah. we could form some kind of expendable suicide squad to bust our way out of this place. So. Um, Cool, yeah, I want to talk to... <clears throat> How many people are in the cell with us? Um, make me a certain check. I'm good at this, he says. Uh, 13. 13? Yeah. There's two people you can see, one on each side. Um, there To the left is a wizened-looking old man who appears to have been there. He's in every single dungeon you've ever seen. He's naked except for a loincloth, incredibly dirty, has a beard down to his belly button, and has about 2% body fat. He's You've seen him in every dungeon you've ever visited. Cool. It's, it's Richard E. Grant, but a fantasy version. Wow, that's not the vibe I was going for. But yes, go on then. Um, yeah, and to the right? To the right is a very fancy-looking man in um, very fancy but slightly bedraggled robes who looks like some kind of entertainer who's fallen on um, hard times. I'm sure. I'm sure the one on the left is Aristobulus and the one on the right. Yeah. It turns out that Belsar puts on the schedule of business model again. Okay, so we have a Belsar 2.0 and uh, a really messed up Aristobulus without a cool um, without a cool cloak okay well one seems like an old timer and the other one seems like he's just on hard times so I'm gonna strike up a conversation with the old man um, the old man is directly next to you whereas the fancy man is a bit further down beyond these two um, as you are about to strike up a conversation with the wizened old man next to you you hear the clink of the jailer of the um, door of the um, cell as the raw time bars grind round sparks flying up off the cobbles as you see a very portly looking jailer who is all sweat grease and uh, a big man but not in a muscly way and uh, you see him unchain Maud and Belsiar and drag them out Maud looks like she's enjoying this Belsiar is less convinced. <laughs> uh, Belsiar does his best to turn himself into the human plank, and uh, he tries to make himself as awkward shaped as possible, but the man ends up just carrying him under one arm, whereas Maud goes oh. peacefully. As you hear, you see them escorted away down the, down the corridor. Cool. Cool. All right, then. I guess there's that. Can I ask Beardy Man his name? Uh, yeah, absolutely. As you look over at Beardy Man, you assume at first he's asleep, 
until he wet, he, <coughs> he lets out a wet hacking coughing noise and flobs out some kind of sputum onto the floor of the straw, which you see uh, sparkling in the torchlight. Uh, as the wizened old man opens one eye, very bloodshot, and looks at you. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, good good human juice, my man. Good juice. Uh, what's your name? <laughs> <laughs> he looks at you. <laughs> this is how I, I strike up conversations in urinals like this in the same way. <laughs> And saying good, good human juice, <laughs> mm, good soup. <laughs> as, you, um, as you look at him, <laughs> he gives you a credibly withering look, because you get the feeling that a man of his age, with his levels of energy, has to really weigh up whether he wants to expend calories um, talking. As he, he looks at you and says, "Lemon leaf." <laughs> Is this, a, is this a recipe? Or is that his name? We're like, are, are you... Are, are you a little old? twinkle in his eye. I'm Lemon Leaf. Oh. <laughs> like, I, uh, I love Lemon Leaf. Uh, nice <laughs> to meet you. This, this is me and my boys. Uh, how long have you been here? 49 years. You must have done some pretty fucked up shit to be in here for that long, eh, Lemon Leaf? Well, I came in here for petty theft, but I made a career out of it. It's quite nice in here. Two square meals a day. Board and lodgings are paid for. Fair, fair. Hey, how do you get out of here? <laughs> well, <laughs> as you can tell, I haven't. But why do I? <laughs> yeah, you're homeless. I get it. I get it. Well, but we have, no, we have this shit is today. my home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what a homeless person is. Like. I'm in the shape of my life. <laughs> as he shows you his washboard stomach, mostly out of malnutrition. Are we going to have to do the Arrested Development quote? You're doing time. I'm doing the time of my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. This guy doesn't seem like a lot of help. Um, I'm going to ask him, just more bluntly, um, how often does the guard come around? Three times a day. Once in the morning for breakfast, once in the middle of the day to change the slop bucket, and once again in the evening for dinner. Okay. That, was, that was quite a dramatic pause there. Yeah. Was like, before cool. saying dinner. <laughs> the old man couldn't work out whether it was called tea or dinner. Regional dialects. Re- regional dialects are tricky no matter what you are, where you are in the world. Um, okay, okay. So, so far we know... Not a lot, but a little bit. Um, do you guys want to grill the other dude? Can I? Yeah, I was going to say, can I go and talk to uh, the entertainer-looking guy? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's looking um, forlornly into the floor. I'm just going to say, um, how's it going? I mean, you're considerably lower than him. Uh, you're, you're yeah, yeah, yeah. When he looks at the floor, I walk into his field of vision. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> You've got a little bit of give on the change. You could just about, you know, waddle your legs, walk forward. Uh, yeah. um, there's a couple of communal piss buckets that pretty much you can just about get to to service yourself. Mm. Um, Sounds like a wank. <laughs> <laughs> Next name of this week's episode. Sounds like a wank. <laughs> um... As you look over at the man, he's brightly dressed in a velvety corduroy suit, and on the inner lining of his suit, he's got stars. As you shake his trouser leg, he looks down for the first time. He looks into your eyes, and the light sparkles in his eyes. 
Whoa, well met. Jesus. I start thinking about uh, um, how Hanash was probably justified in taking a prison lover if he had eyes that sparkles this much. Um, I say, um, how long have you been in here? Oh, only a few days, but I've been in here quite a few times. My name's Gary Sparkletip. <laughs> Sparkletip by name, Sparkletip by... Nope. <laughs> uh, I say, um, what do you do, Gary? <laughs> well... I am a bard. You know, sometimes my tunes get me in trouble. This city's not ready for what I'm putting out there. Fucking hell, as if you guys got this cool motherfucker and I got <laughs> old, old Gozzy McDeadface. <laughs> <laughs> you made your choice. I didn't make my choice. <laughs> he was next to me. Gary Sparkle Tip is, uh, he basically just says, I've been in here a few times. They don't like my music. Sometimes I play songs they're not ready for. They throw me in here, they try to crush me, but I just use it for artistic license. Oh, I love it. I love this guy. He he is the Lennon to Aristobulus's McCartney, by the sounds of it. Uh, like- I, re- I, I reckon they're not good songs. I reckon he's just like a massive racist. Yeah, I just say I'm just saying what you're all thinking. Just saying what you're all thinking. <laughs> Fucking gnomes. Uh, I'm gonna say, um, so you've been you you've been in here a few times then. So can you do you know do you know your way around in here? Oh I um I see no all. But your best bet, keep your head down, answer the questions, I'll let you out. What are you in for anyway? Um we um we managed we procured some uh, some items for some people in another city. Um and then when it turned out that the people that we were working for were terrible people. Um we escaped with those items and now they've caught up to us. And we took them to I only took him two fucking years. Um, I interject like, no, we're not a thief. We, we, we're treasure hunters. <laughs> I see. Col- collectors. <laughs> um, well, maybe one day I'll write a tune about you. Can I ask Gary? Um, so you say if if we answer their questions, they'll be they'll be reasonable with us. Are these you know are these reasonable are these reasonable people or is this you know is there some kind of is there an element of corruption in this um oh jesus christ this is Uthodan. this is about the straightest city you'll ever fucking see okay good <laughs> he looks down at your fingers looks at his fingers and he's like i've never had my fingers smashed in i don't know what kind of fucking city you've been to but this city is all right you know you, sometimes you play tunes they're not ready for but you know they let you out sooner or later <laughs> I'm going to interject and just be like, could we hear one of your songs, please? Yes. <laughs> your face. Your face. Shit. <laughs> For fuck's sake. As he um, he looks over and went and says, oh, look, I tell you what, we get out of here, you come and see me. <laughs> you wait right? next week, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> when I can think of something that's offensive, but only to gnomes. <laughs> Just, just, just towing that line. <laughs> Alright, you come and see me. You'll find me at the Haypenny, which is the shittest dive bar you've ever been to. But I'll be playing there, alright? I play there on a weekly residency. So, you want to hear my tunes? Quite frankly, I'm nothing without my band. You know what? Oh, this is set up such a good, like, um, Back to the Future-esque scene. Like, 
your kids are going to love it. (laughs) (laughs) This is amazing. Oh, dear. Guy, they call us the Sparkle Tip Rollers. (laughs) Of course they do. I knew we just had to give you a bit of time until you came up with that. You come and find me at the half penny, and I tell you what, you could come and see the Sparkle Tip Rollers. <laughs> I'll let you in for free. I tell you what, I'll even let you sit at the front. Tell you what, we get out of this alive. I might even write a tune about you. I love it. I love it. I'm going to say, yeah, we'll, um, we'll see you there, man. As you hear a wet hacking noise, you look over at Lemon Leaf. You just hear a voice saying, Hanker! <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that man come in here month on month without fail. Part of the process of creativity, he says. Think he's a charlatan playing his fancy tunes? Well, I have no time for him. I say, um, what about you? You've been in here a while. You got any advice on to get ourselves out? If I wanted to leave, I would have left. <laughs> <laughs> If I wanted to leave, I would have left, little man. Then he shows you. His hands are so emaciated, they just slip out of the... Uh, he literally just, like, his hands come right out of the uh, manacles. Because he's like, I don't want to leave. I'm quite happy here. God, God, God you're depressing. Can I, like, what, what are the locks like? Are there just like, are there just like a pin through it, or is it like a key system? Looks like a solid piece of equipment. The jailer carries around a large loop of keys. Looks like it's impressive. I don't think it's a bank vault. I mean, I haven't actually been out of this building in 50-odd years. Are we, um, the chains that are holding us against the wall, are they only on our hands, or are they on our feet as well? Um, Your hands are manacled together, Mm -hmm. and then you're chained to the wall. So you've got a certain amount of give. You can waddle. You haven't got anything particularly on your feet. Mm-hmm. Is it like, what's the wall made of? Is it like made of stone? Or... <laughs> yeah, it's made of stone. This isn't plaster. This is horrible, grimy, almost like large chunk stone walls. There's a patina of grime on them from where algae has grown. You can see the damp slowly moving from above has, has put a nice dirty sheen to the wall there's various fungi growing there's a real stench like remember when you forgot to mess like clean out your rabbit hutch for about three months and you just found the rabbit decomposed with all of the kind of droppings and stuff the entire radio just moved out of his old house (laughs) (laughs) when you forget you've got pets (laughs) job um Yes, it's got that real patina of grime to it. It's pretty manky. Okay. Um, and those, the manacles are held by a cleat, which is solidly part of the wall. Can I... Um, um, am I still wearing my slippers of spider climb? No. I was going to say, I would have thought they would have been taken taken off. Um, okay. Um, I have an escape plan, but I need to have a sidebar with my remaining fugitives. Um, I have an escape plan, but it kind of relies on Belsia. <laughs> Although uh, I, I know, I, I think I've got, I think I've got something. So I was going to have a sidebar with my with my boys where we all just congregate. As you are all plotting and scheming. You suddenly see Maud run back down the corridor as she's entirely body checked by a jailer, who she claws at his face as he screams as he basically grabs her by the dick nose and just escorts her back down the corridor. Mm, okay, so there's that. <laughs> uh, 
Um, okay. All right. So side, you side, for, side. So you want to go for a piss in the middle of the room, then, for you to touch it. Yeah. Care. I mean, like, masturbate, but yeah. Well. Sure, yeah, whatever, whatever. A group, a group drain. <laughs> a group drain. <laughs> also, um, Tati's always in the splash zone, so... <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna move back a little bit. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a nervous pacer anyway, so, so this, 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 is, this does nothing for me. <laughs> Thinking forward, Tatty, just the warm summer rain. <laughs> Moist in here. Like the produce aisle, just a gentle mist. It's so sweet. Those eyes are terrible. He knows we're very dehydrated. It's coming out like toothpaste. Oh my God. It's like, it's like treacle. Yeah. Um, it's like honey when you hold it. <laughs> Crystallised. <laughs> You're some that sugar work for this. The are like 23 years old or some shit like that. Uh, Jesus Christ. <clears throat> right. So you guys are having a sidebar, are you? Yes. Um, first, I would like you to help me choose um, A or B. A is escape, B is to grill these people for more information. What are we choosing, A or B? Um, like, they kind of suck. I'm, I'm always a, a fight or flight person, so I'm always like, fuck I... this, let's get out. I've seen too much, I'm an old cleric, I ain't got time to be talking to Gauzy McShitface and the fake fucking songwriter. Oh, this old fucker, he's, he's making me more depressed by the minute. Um, Gary over there seems fucking sound. I'm he's very happy. I'm very happy that we met him. Um, I I think I I think we we might we might have to stick around to see what the next step is for these people because we're going to get dragged in front of like a judge or someone like that. Yeah. You want we your day want... in court, Tatty yeah. Pickle Tatty wants his day of justice. I think even though we want a day in court, and I can tell you right now, it ain't Tatty. <laughs> Um, it isn't me. I want to escape out of this with my with my spiritual weapon. But no, actually, my escape plan. I'll just divulge now in case we need it as a plan B, where we can have a call for a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Just mm. just do that, wink, wink, and nudge, nudge. Um, I was gonna get the old man to feign like a heart attack. Um, so we get the guard in, and then I fuck the guard up because I've got a few ways of doing that, and then we could get out. But then we'd have to still get people. So we'll sit tight, but give me the wink. Wink, nudge, nudge if shit goes south because because we could do we should, have a, we should have a code word. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Sounds good. It's going to be it's like it's going to be like we'll scream it at the top of our voices. Yeah, for sure. Um, As you look over, the old man is basically standing dangerously close to your little huddle. As he's like, "Oh, I do love a breakout plan. I've seen so many." Okay, well, I may as well involve him by this point. So I'm going to turn around and be like, "Look." Things get a bit stale in there, yeah. And uh, uh, I'm going to need you to pull the old man card and uh, maybe, you know, keel over a little bit, get the guard in, know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? I'm going to wink at him a little bit. Eyebrows, Millhouse eyebrows. Um, to which he's going to ask what's in it for him. Am I right? Literally about to say. Of course. I will give you one 30 second cuddle he seems like a lonely folk and he doesn't oh my god jesus christ i thought you were going to say handjob everyone everyone thought it was going to be handjob or maybe a blowy well no this is wholesome he's a lonely old hobo and what i think he wants more is a cuddle make me make me a persuasion check let's see if that's uh, enough to float his boat Persuasive. Natural 20, so 23 in total. Fuck yes. What? 
I'm telling you, my gods are looking down. They want this to happen. Can't take away our stubbornness of space. Fucking hell, I wish I had a Natural screen recorder on. 20. Oh, that's beautiful. Okay. Oh, so I'm going to screenshot it. Aristobulus. <laughs> you got your nat- you screenshotting your natural 20? Yeah, that was just really satisfying. <laughs> there we go. As you, <clears throat> as you, Aristobulus, lean forward, he's not convinced at first. And then as you tell him that you'll offer him a cuddle, you see a single tear roll down his grimy cheek. As you see a little path of clean furrow down the middle of his disgusting grimy cheek as the pure tears of joy roll down his cheek. As you see him remove his emaciated hands and wrists from the manacles as he comes close and just reaches out for you. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to stop him right there with a finger on the lips and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. You get it after you've helped us, okay? Okay? Daddy doesn't pay all at once. There will be time. I'll make time. I'm going to look at him, grab him by the mush, you know, and you smush his his cheeks together. I'm going to get him by the jaw and go, look at me. I am fucking time. I'll make time. And I'm going to push him away, wipe the grime off on my fucking staff. Broken jaw. Oh yeah, <laughs> I have I have healing powers. I can fix what I break. I just choose not to. How do you think I'm still here? <laughs> you look down. You still have an arrow sticking out of your stomach. Oh fuck, do I? Joking. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be brilliant if you did. Um, you look at him. He's clearly hurt by your counter offer. What once was tenderness and hope has been turned into mistrust and misery. Um, He'll do it. He looks at you and just says, half now, half on completion. <laughs> oh, it, sounds, it sounds like I'm talking to him in a mirror. Um, all right, fine. That's fine with me. I'll lean in and give him a brief little, like, pat on the back. Um, mm. <laughs> okay. okay. Make me a performance check. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Roll the natural one that accidentally punches him instead. I don't Fucking natural twenty! Fucking natural twenty! Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's that's oh. my day. Oh my days. Oh yeah. This feels it's good. the most sensual poke ever. Yeah. If he jizzes, if he jizzes, that's okay. <laughs> As he leans in, you feel the warmth of his semi-naked body pressed up against yourself. You just feel the muscle, bone and sinew just really loosen as he gives you one of the most rousing hugs of your entire life. Nice. Because you just feel him flop down on top of you, his body leaning (laughs) against yours. Well, I'm going to just be counting in my head, like, one, two, three, because I believe I agreed on 30 seconds, so he gets 15 now, 15 later. I'm just sort of just getting through it, counting down. Like, and I have, a, as we all know, I have, I have a good gag. Like, as you get just to about 12, he suddenly slides off you sideways and slumps down on the floor. <laughs> it's right now. Reached completion. Okay. Um, cool. I'm going to briefly check my robe to make sure there's no, um, you know. One of the stars is now out of commission because it's been splooched. <laughs> <laughs> it's the crackling of. Needs a bit of a, a wipe down, but apart from that, I'm good. And you know what? Considering we're in jail, it could have been worse. I'm going to. Um, I'm going to say to uh, these two as this hug is happening. I'm going to say we need to if we're, if we're gonna if we're gonna break out as well, we need to get our stuff. As you say this, you look over at the man who's still lying face down in the straw next to where Aristobulus hugged him. 
Yeah. I, he, he seems he's like he's out for a while. He could do with like some orange juice or some potassium. Is he, uh, is, is he, is he starting the performance now? Is he dead? I don't, I don't need him to. Don't tell me he's died. Come on. <laughs> Gary is a bit like, oh no. Fuck off. Does anyone have a glass so we can put him? Gary's like, I think we got a problem here. No. He's literally like, Jailer? And just start screaming. He's like, oh, what? Hey, what you do? I saw you hug him. And now, look. All right. Shit, wink, wink, nudge, nudge then, guys. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. What's happening? Down the corridor as the slightly sweaty jailer that recently carried uh, Maud by her dick nose back down the corridor appears, looks through, sees uh, lemongrass, lemon leaf even. I know his name. Sees lemon leaf on the floor, unlocks the door using the loop of keys around his belt walks up to lemon leaf and gives him a prod with his foot lemon leaf is unresponsive um i gonna i'm gonna use this time i guess unless anyone wants to jump in i'm gonna um cast um a fucking what's the word i'm gonna command cast a command uh what are the notes next to command i only get one word that's the notes. I know that's my fucking. What are the? Yeah. Oh, sorry, let me do. What, I can speak a one word. Next word. Oh, um. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. One sec. I've got command, and then you can have one action. Compose dur- duration or attack save or source. No, yeah. next to it there'd be a V and S and an M or something like that. Yeah. Uh, On the right hand side, it should be on notes. I think for the actual spells, command. Yes, oh, oh, no, sorry, right, D, you've got one um, R-N-D, V. A V? Yeah. So it's verbal. Vocal. Verbal. Yeah. Oh, it's verbal, so you can do that, as you don't need your hands or any kind of magic. No, so I just yell it, because ah. I can do it. Damn you. Right, what do I have to do? Um, I think... I think it gagged you. <laughs> I'm fucking up your shit. <laughs> um, I'm going to yell unlock and hold... <laughs> Hold up! I only get one word, and unless unless that's all I can do, right? Unless there's another word. Do I, do I have a save up. against it? You should do. I yeah. think so. I think it's thirteen. Let me check. Um, oh, wisdom. Wisdom thirteen. Yeah. Wisdom thirteen. Right. What's my wisdom modifier? Can say give yeah. and just get him to give us the keys. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, yeah, is that, is that too oh, late? Oh shit! Yeah. Why do I write these storylines? What's the fucking? <laughs> <laughs> Is it, is it too late to ask give instead like cast give or have I done it oh, no. natural one baby natural fucking one natural one no oh yeah oh that's yummy as he looks at you all glassy eyed the anger just dripping off his face he looks like a man who's not very happy but as a slightly dopey look on his face he goes slightly slack jawed and glass eyed as almost with a no sense of reticence he just pulls out one of the keys off the loop attached to his belt and unlocks the keys uh, the, the manacles that are holding your wrists Aristobulus as they drop to the floor into the straw cool um, I believe this lasts for a certain amount of time I think it's um, a minute I think yeah. Does that sound right? Um, in which case, while well, he's glassy-eyed, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take the keys off him. He's currently quite happy about the situation. Uh, there he is, dopey motherfucker. 
duration one round. Oh, right. Ah, shit. I don't get like six seconds. (laughs) About six seconds. As he sees, he suddenly comes round. The look of anger coming back onto his face as he looks down at the manacles. Looks up at your hands, which are now unfettered. Okay. Well, that's my go. That's my go, (laughs) guys. Um, how close? How close am I to him? I, I don't know where I am. Like against the like. Uh, the Hanos is in the middle. Tati's on the right. Aristobulus is on the left. Um, so he's about six foot away. Okay. Um, can I? Can I try and take the keys off him? Um, I'll say that you're pretty much at the length. You've probably got about six foot of wandering around space on your manacles so that you could take a piss in the communal slot bucket mm. in the middle. Um, so if you want to make a dart forwards and try and take the keys off him, is that what you want to do? Yeah. I was going to imagine like a nonchalant like this, like... I'm just, yeah. I'm just uh, wandering around here. I wanted to, I'm going to try and slide a hand on him if I can. Um... Yes, what I'm going to say is instantaneously he's going to make a... <clears throat> he's going to attempt to grapple Aristobulus. While he's doing that, you can attempt to take some keys off him. So, Aristobulus, if you want to make me a um, opposed athletics... No, opposed strength saving throw. We're going to go with it. Uh, right, okay. Strength saving throw. Yeah, maybe a strength saving throw. He's going to make it. And that's what we're going to roll with. In the meantime, Tatty, I want you to make me a sleight of hand check. Can I do anything to like help with sleight of hand check? Can I Absolutely. What would you like to do? Oh, um, I, don't know. I, feel, I feel like we should do a ship, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get all of the grill. Well, I was thinking like just like looking around the eyes to do a ship, but maybe not. Maybe I There's a like, smoke bucket in front of you. There's a bucket full of piss and shit in front of you. Okay. Uh, yeah. Fat. Cool, I'm going to grab it and I'm going to like... I'm just going to splash it with like a little bit at a time. I'm just going <laughs> to... She's like, a, stop this, this, this nuisance. Tiny, tiny bits of piss and shit are getting on me. Um, right, okay. Um, I got a seven, by the way. I'd like a performance check out of Hanash. <laughs> I'd like a sleight of hand check out of Tatty. You got a seven and he... Oh, nice. I got a in the performance. He got a 19. So as Aristobulus and him slap together, the man is all bulk and Aristobulus is all gristle and perversion. <laughs> you found possibly the greasiest man you've ever met in your life, either through bodily odour or circumstance. He is all sweat and grease. As he embraces you in a bear hug, uh, you feel the wind rush out of you. Uh, Tati, how are you doing? Uh, I got a 17. 17? Whilst this is going on, Tati, you sidle your way up, looking up at the loop of keys on an iron, like an iron loop with some keys on it on his belt. Uh, you slowly unhook them. How are you doing, Hanash? Uh, I got a 14 for performance. 14? Tati, you feel something warm and wet hit the side of your head just as the keys disengage the belt loop as something runny just slides down the side of your face as you hear a voice above you say (laughs) this is nothing new to you Aristobulus no I welcome it (laughs) I live in the shit they merely visit it (laughs) you feel the warm fecal embrace of the jailer as he as he's crushing the, the wind out of you 
as the wet warmth of the slop bucket hits the side of your face. You look down into the eyes of the bedraggled gnome. Was, um... When we saw Maud outside the outside the cell, was she was she put in this cell with us? Yeah, they were both in the cell. Belsia and Maud were both in the cell with you, but were both unchained off the wall and taken away by James. Oh, okay, that's what that's what I meant because I know that we saw Maud when she was getting tackled by the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maud must have made a break for freedom, only to be dragged back. So she's she's back in the cell with us. Nope. Oh, okay, that's fine. She's been taken back for wherever wherever they've gone. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, so, Tassy, you now have the keys. The jailer is now covered in shit. Aristobulus, you are currently being embraced by a, ma- a large man covered in, in warm shit. And Hanash is holding an empty bucket. And Gary, sparkle tip, you just hear him say, Well, if this isn't a tune, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Helpful sparkle tip, as always. Uh, I'm going uh, to try and unlock my manacle. Okay. Um maybe a sleight of hand check whilst Aristobulus you can make me another opposed grapple check uh, using strength what uh, what are you doing Hanash? Uh, so I'm going to take the bucket and I'm going to put it on uh, on the big, big boy's head <laughs> 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 make me a performance check right let's go at it 14 this is not a he got a 17 um, I got a 15 the slide of hand by the way you slowly start sliding out of his grip you can't tell whether it's the grease the shit or the surprise that's given you leverage here as Aristobulus you slowly grease, grease your way out of his paws as you look over you hear the clunk click as Tatty's manacles fall off and everything goes dark for the jailer as the <coughs> once empty bucket of slop goes over his head the, the remaining remnants of fecal discharge slowly dripping over his broad shoulder. Um, can I... As he, as he goes to sway backwards, he trips over the prone body of Lemon Leaf, hits oh. the floor with a thud, and stays prone. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what well, happening to us? <laughs> We're good people! <laughs> That's two, two deaths in, like, half an hour. <laughs> I'm one gonna, out of love. I'm one gonna out of go shit. over and, and unlock the chains for Hanash and Aristobulus. Well, Sparkle Tip. Um, yeah, I'll let Sparkle Tip out as well. Uh, Sparkle Tip looks over you and went, It's all the same to you. Um, think I'll stay here. <laughs> you could have been great. <laughs> Do you think I'm going to look over and be like, do you think fucking Bob Dylan stayed in prison? Eh? No. He went out there, didn't he? He got shit he done. Lived. He lived. He lived. He lived, man. As he looks over you, he's like, all right, you're Kuono. You can fucking zip it up. <laughs> wow. No one needs the sourpuss. <laughs> right, like, fine. He's the one being a pussy, old, but okay. He's like, I've been in here before. I'll be out here again. Um, not all of my songs are solid hits, but I'm not a murderer. So, if you boys want to engage in a bit of murder, that's absolutely fine, but uh, I've got a career. We're not going to murder people. No, He looks over at the prone body of Lemon Leaf. That was, that was tangential manslaughter. <laughs> <laughs> he reached exactly. an orgasmic end the way he wanted to go out. <laughs> you hear him as he's like, tangential manslaughter. That is an interesting name. Yeah, he's fucking me off. Tapping his foot. He's just going right into his hand by the layer. Yeah. yeah. He's using fecal matter. <laughs> <laughs> kind of hate uh, this guy now. 
but I based him on you, Lewis. I do. All right, that's it. Before we leave, I'm I'm casting deafness on him. (laughs) 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 I'm literally I'm prepared to use a spell slot just to shit this guy, this this NPC. Basically, I'll use a I will use a spell slot for this. I'm going to use the casting blindness or deafness, and I'd like to give him make him deaf. Fucking stab him! No, I'm not going to stab him. What? You get to your death temporarily for uh, one minute. <laughs> Just oh, enough. I don't know if it's worth the spell slot, mate. <laughs> yep, I'm casting it. Please, please make it happen. Boom. As you just hear him, just be like, what? 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 what you done, you little shit? <laughs> I'm going to be nice. I don't think I can't hear. What? What? What have you done, you little shit? Can I? Um, can oh I... shit! It was second level as well. Whoops. <laughs> can I check the uh, check the jailer to see if he's got anything useful on him? Um. Yep. Make me an investigation check. Why are you doing that? Like, I like I mind things to the guy, like thinking, like for no reason. I can say it out loud and he will hear me, but like I'm just like, yeah, I mean, I think he's definitely stuff. Uh, <laughs> I got another. He looks at you, Hanosh, with a vitriol as hot as the surface of the sun, as he sees what's happened here. Um, as Tatty, what did Tatty? Would you get eleven? Eleven. As you start frisking down the greasy jailer. You feel for a pulse, but none's there's a very low pulse. There, he's he's not dead, but he's knocked out. As um, the blunt force trauma of falling over with a bucket on his head has put him out for the count. And the inside of that bucket is basically all shit and piss. Yeah, there's a lot. He's not smelling great. He wasn't looking great in the first place. He already had major hygiene problems. He ran out. (laughs) He's a big lad with moves, but now he's on his back. His moves have kind of rolled to the side. So what was overhang? How big are these moves? Mm. They're now like wings. They look like Dumbo's ears as they've kind of fallen off sideways on him. As a... he was already stripped to the waist, but he had a leather jerkin and some pantaloons on. Not a leather jerkin. He had a leather apron with various pockets on the front, and he had uh, leather trousers, which had the belt with the loop of keys on it. As you frisk him, you find various loose change, 27 copper, 2 silver, um, and you pick up his set of keys, uh, and you find a single dagger that he had, and boots so big you could wear them as a hat. They're of no use. Gonna leave those those boots. Um, I would like to take one boot and wear it as a hat. (laughs) (laughs) Why do I do this to myself? (laughs) As As you pull off one boot, there's a horrible noise of suction as, you know, all the kind of... It's somewhere between sweat. He's not a man who wears socks. And there was already quite a lot of fecal matter in the bottom of his boots. Well, and anyway, off, before we poured shit on him, <laughs> he walks around with shitty boots. No, he poured shit over his head. It went down into his boots. As you as you um, pull one off, there's a wet suction noise as it comes off, releasing his disgusting hairy foot that has various cracked yellow toenails. Yep. Uh, upon uh, you know examining the 
Wellington that is this uh, shit smeared shoe uh, instead of putting it on my head I'd like to put it on Sparkle Tit's head or whatever he's called Sparkle Tit not Sparkle Tits um, I'd li- <laughs> yeah I'm going to now call him Sparkle Tits as now he's my enemy I'm good, and I would like to put it on his head you see the eyes of Sparkle Tits going <laughs> wide as he's like no no yeah he's deaf and now he's going to wear a shit boot on his you head put the just Gusting piece of footwear onto Sparkle Tip's head as you see a single line of brown just drip down the side of his face and land on the lapel of his beautiful corduroy purple suit. I think my job is done here. Why do we never make friends? <laughs> <laughs> we started stuff so good, but AJ makes them so gobby that then I'd get really petty and I use my spell slots just making their life horrible. <laughs> With that, the three of you are in the centre of an underground cell with dirty straw on the ground. The door to the cell is wide open. You have the manacle of keys. There is the body of Lemon Leaf, the old man. As you roll him over, you see that he died of happiness. A giant rictus smile on his face. Human embrace of Aristobulus was all as much emotion as his little heart could take. He died happy. As you look over at the body of Lemon Leaf, not Lemon Leaf, as you look over at the body of the jailer who's out cold, currently a low rumble coming from the bucket as he's been knocked out cold. As you look over at the furious form of Gary Sparkle Tip, who's currently wearing a boot on his head. I'd like to take the bucket with me, please. As you pull the bucket off the head of the jailer, you see his eyes are shut. There's a, a low breathing coming from him and his chest is occasionally rising and falling. He's got a very low pulse. You assume he's fairly out for the count. Could I suggest that Tatty locks the jailer up and chains him to the um t- chains him up before we before we lock the gate on the cell? Yeah, I mean that's a good idea. Yeah, can I um I will assist because I think I'll be able to lift the guy up. Yeah, <laughs> teamwork makes the dream work. If you can if you can if you can chain him up then we'll get out and I'll lock the door. As you work together, uh, Hanash hefting the body of the considerable unit of a jailer up against the wall, holds him, cuffing his hands in the manacles. You see he lands on his knees and his body just sort of is currently being held by the chain taut as he leans forward as, what are you doing with the old man? You're just leaving him face up with a rictus smile on his face in the middle of the dirty straw. Yeah, can we cover him up with a straw? (laughs) (laughs) As you make a mock burial, just taking handfuls of dirty straw, as you pick up wadfuls of dirty straw, you see the various insects and weevils dart out of it as it clearly hasn't been turned over in a while. As you just make a slow and very shallow mound of straw over the top of your friend, Lemon Leaf, who laid his life down for you. Looking over at Gary Sparkle Tips, who's finally found the power of hearing and speech again as he's like... Well, I've seen some things in my time. I could write a whole fucking album about this shit. God, don't make me use another fucking spell slot, Sparkle Tits. Uh, and as, as, as we get out, I will close and lock the, um, the cell door. And with the click, you find yourself in a long corridor, which um, is... It's got various cells along the way. Um, you are not the only cell in this place, um, but... As you look to the left and right, you see other cells, other bars. There are various sconces down at stone floor leading up to a flight of stairs that lead up at the end. As you look over, you see various other people um, chained to the wall in varying degrees of discomfort. Um, and that 
is where we are going to pause for a drinks break. Crunk fuckers! So, we pick back up with our drunken adventurers as they make their way to the end of the corridor. As I said, it is a dimly lit, cobblestoned corridor with various pillars and arches lit by sconces and on the left and the right you see the bars to other cells as you see various ne'er-do-wells chained to the wall in some degree of lucidness some of them moaning some of them shouting at you and there's a general hubbub to the prison as they're well aware that this is not how things go and Many of them have been in there long enough to get the general rhythm of, of the comings and goings of the jailer. Um, and as you look at the end of the corridor, there is a, I'm going to get this wrong, is it a skillet, which is like a cage, almost like a bird cage with a human in. I can't remember what the hell they're called. A skillet? There's like a, like, a, like a small cage with a human in hanging from the ceiling. Uh, it looks like an elongated bird cage. Yeah, right. Like you see in the, in the clubs. Yes, like you see in the clubs, but considerably less sexy. Um, I don't know. As an emaciated man is dangling in a small cage uh, by the door. I'd like to get a fuddle, a huddle going for my comrades. They're like, so, when I've seen prison breaks on TV, like, they normally open all the cells create chaos we've got the keys or do we want to like look for like our compadres I don't want to I don't want to break out everybody I you uh, don't okay. Okay. no no not unless like we really need to okay um I want to I want to get Belsiar and Morge out and I want to get Barbara out um, and then maybe if, if we can find our stuff then if we can if we can find the orbs if we can if we can smuggle out at least one of the orbs even if even if um, I have to stick around if I get caught I'll be able to find out a bit more about what they what they're trying to do um, but it doesn't mean that you guys can't get out but first thing we find Belsiar and Maud and Barbara and we find our stuff okay um, can I? Let me. I don't know if I can. Let me uh, check my spells real quick. Can uh, oh, what the fuck? I swear to God, I had a finding something like uh, I think it's God bless Andrew. Uh, no. Oh, locate object. Uh, scrap a name of an object that's familiar to you. It is verbal. Uh, well, it's it's. it's V verbal, uh, semantic, and material. So I don't know. Yeah, if you probably can't. Probably can't do that. If I had a bit, if I had a bit of something, I can find the rest. Um, and I can only do it for a thousand feet, which I assume is the jail's not going to be that big. But um, depends on Wi-Fi coverage. <laughs> yeah, we terrible down here. Fucking terrible through thick stone. Okay, okay, um, okay. So that's useless. Cool. All right. Any other ideas? I. Uh, pats himself down. I say we. Um, I say we keep moving and try and try and get the lay of the land a little bit. Um, have we missed some cells going where we went? Like, did we go out and then go towards the stairs? But could we have gone the other yeah, way? Yeah, you still walk down a corridor. So if you imagine a central atrium with cell left, cell right, cell left, they're, they're all just open-faced bars. You can see straight in. So in the same way, when you were looking out onto the corridor, there was another cell on the other side of the corridor looking into yours. So there are various inmates, like I said, of varying degrees of awakeness, lucidity, and... Uh, 
and all the rest as um, you there is a certain degree people are aware that you shouldn't be out and there is a certain there's not mutiny or anything as everyone's chained to the wall but there's various shouts this rest okay where it is getting out that there are three random people standing in the middle of the corridor okay I say we I say we push on um uh, sneak up those do you say there's a flight of steps ahead of us no well there's a short flight of steps and a wooden door um oak beam wooden door various metal studs keyhole and loop okay I say we, we still have the gym need. yeah I say we um, press on try and get the lay of the land and make some quick decisions um, let's go sure I want to find I want to find Barbara um, okay I'm going to start uh, sneaking up towards the towards the door yeah as you get towards the door everything you'd think of a sudden sudden what the fuck Everything you would think of a solid wooden oak door is designed to keep people in and, and keep the screams out. As, but you have the set of keys, and after uh, just to speed this along, after a degree of uh, trial and error, you find a key of the right size that fits the, fits the keyhole, and with a hearty clunk click, you unlock the door. And with the might of Hanash leaning against it, with a god almighty creak, the door swings open on its hinges, revealing the bottom of a flight of spiral stairs. And at the bottom of the stairs is a wooden table with various seats at it. What looks like the discarded parts of a card game and a plate of assorted food of varying degrees of um, decomposition. Is there any cutlery there? Yes, there's a dirty fork in the middle. Oh, yeah, I'll have that, please. All right. Yeah, I don't know how you want to describe it, but yes, you have a dirty fork uh, and also a um, metal plate, yeah. if you want that as well, which has the remains of a slightly decomposed meal on it, whether you want to keep those or throw them on the floor, I don't know. So if you imagine almost like where the jailers would play cards at night at the bottom of the stairs on a table, various cards, etc., 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 and then the stairs loop up. Okay. It's not the warmest down here. Um, were we led this way down when we were brought yes. in here? Okay. Do we do we have any idea of the layout ahead of us, essentially? You know that it goes up several turns and leads out onto a corridor um, above you. Quite frankly, it's a bit hazy, as it was all a bit rushed. But yes, you know that there's a corridor at the top of <coughs> various doors to the do I get a sense of if I make a sound down here, like people hear it upstairs? I don't know like, how far I No, you get the sense that the whole point of having people down there behind a thick wooden door is to keep them well away from the general public and the screams. I like to like scratch the plate a bit to make it a bit sharper. <laughs> to make it a bit what? Sharper, you know, I want to like, like, I want to scratch it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Against like brick. I don't have any weapons, so I'm in prison break. I like a little shield with a plate and a fork. I want this fucking dagger. I'm going to bullseye this bitch. Oh, yeah. Which one of you has got the dagger from uh, the jailer? I have it at the minute. Yeah. Remember, Hanash has a bucket as well. I don't know if you want to give that to Aris Mobulus. No, I don't want your shit bucket. (laughs) You keep that. Would you like my sharpened plates? You're attempting a prison blade break with a dagger, a knife. No, sorry. Dagger, plate, or bucket. You can have my plates on my fork. Oh, I'll, t- I'll take the fog. I'll take the fog. Yeah, I think hold it onto one thing, it'll, it'll feel good. <laughs> this reminds me of Gladiator. Yep, yep, this is this is just like just like Gladiator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so you want to sharpen, sorry, before you hand the aforementioned fork off and plate off, you want to sharpen what, the edge of the plate or the fork? Or the edge of the plate. The edge of the plate. So like if I slice mm-hmm. someone with it, like it's not just going like, to slip off and make it like curtains. Like, okay, okay, okay. Um, maybe a performance check. Sure. Uh, 12. 12. You put the plate under your foot, you stamp down on it until you take the ridge line off the edge of the plate, and then you um, repeatedly drag it across the stone floor, making a hideous scraping noise that turns everyone else's ears as you keep on repeatedly scraping the edge of the plate until you get one part of it to a sharper edge. What started as blunt is now slightly jagged. Can you do surgery with this? No. Could you <laughs> slam this into someone's neck? Yes. Oh, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna whisper to these guys as we as we sneak up the um, up the stairs. I'm gonna say if we if we run into if we run into trouble, like unless it's a unless it's a proper emergency, like I, I don't want to I, I don't really want to kill anyone if if we can get away with it. Not really my brand, not killing people. Yeah, I know. Someone's trying to get XP here, actually. So. <laughs> <laughs> let let him do what he do. What's yeah. that? A person? I'm so close to leveling up. <laughs> yeah. Well, it'd be a real shame if he did a shit on them and then killed them, wouldn't it? So. Killing will be my last resort. He says uncommendingly. <laughs> right. At the bottom of the stairs, armed with rudimentary... Inside the school canteen, armed with a razor-sharp plate and fork... A dagger and a shitty bucket. What are three of you doing? That's what comprehensive school's like, AJ. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how many people I had to fight off with a sharpened peacock quill? This <laughs> 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 <was> motherfucker. <laughs> Being privately educated wasn't easy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I say we just carry on sneaking up the, up the stairs, see if, we can, see if we can find a way out. I would like to not sneak. I'd like to just mosey on up so if I have to do sneak roll it's not going to go well so I'm, I'm, I'm going to casually walk up okay uh, what's the what's the order with you um, I guess I'll go first sneak is first yeah my perception's pretty good if we're going to go in that order I feel like we should behave in that order where we sneakiest casual and because I've not done some all game it's time for some parkour <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, so that's the good stuff. I love to see parkour uphill. Yeah. What <laughs> <laughs> do you mean gravity's not my friend? <laughs> I have faith on my side. Okay, before you roll, what are you trying to do? Because there is a central winding staircase with a giant gap in the middle. I'm gonna... And it goes up about three floors. So wow. as you head up stealthily, what kind of parkour are you hoping to do? I'd like to mount the gap. <laughs> like, as only Aristobulus could. I want to kind of, like, jump up and then climb, you know, and then maybe, like, try another manoeuvre based on how the first one goes. Why not? Okay, so two things are going to happen right now. Um, Hanash and Tati, can you make me a group stealth check? And Aristobulus, would you like to use... Well, I take it you're... Jesus Christ, Patty, you're stealthy. Natural 20 uh, plus 30. I thought it was clear I wasn't being stealthy. 
<laughs> yeah, you're being very normal. Don't you're be being regular. Um, oh, what are you scared? Something's going to give us away, like the old man doing. No, like, even, even like a five on a stealth roll is. Oh, actually, you got to go natural one because I'm a little stealth bitch. I mean, I got a natural twenty, so to be fair, they should cancel out. <laughs> <laughs> they should. <laughs> But you forget there's someone else here. Um, Don't be suspicious. <laughs> Don't be suspicious. I'll tell you how this is going to go. I'll tell you <laughs> how this is going to go. All right? I'll tell you. We start, we start this little narrative with Tatty. <laughs> moving like a shadow. Moving like the very wind itself. He makes his way slowly and lithely around a spiral staircase. Every step considered. The waiting and position like the night itself. Not making a noise. As you reach the very top, another door. You press your ear to the door and you can hear movement and voices on the other side. As you look behind you, you can see Hanash walking big and bold up the stairs behind you. No real effort to be stealthy, but but really putting forward the, the body language of somebody who's ready for a fight as he holds on to his weapons that he's fashioned. And as you look again, you look down and you see the lithe, semi-naked body of the spiritual man as almost like a wombat. He leaps from gantry to gantry, no longer walking round in a spiral or a helix to the top. He leaps from edge to edge, making good grace and good time. As you look first, you worry, you're very, you feel your balls tighten as he makes the first jump. Just making it to the edge, he pulls himself up, a big grin on the spiritual man's face. As he turns, turns about face and makes a run again, which would bring him in line with where you are. He leaps, underestimates the gap, bounces against the stonework, grabbing on with his fingertips. He just hoists himself up, Aristobulus pulling himself up over the lip of the stairs by his very fingers, just in time for Hanash to step boldly across his fingers, crunching down on them. As you look over and see Aristobulus detach from the ledge wall and just plummet like a lead weight down the central shaft as you hear a... And a... As he hits the wooden card table, splinters of wood and cards flying in all directions. As you peel yourself off the floor, Aristobulus, you feel behind yourself and something broken and wet. You pull a bone from behind yourself and fearing the worst, you discover that it is the remnants of the roast chicken that was on the table that you've just flattened into the, the stone. Um, you, Aristobulus, will take um, some amount of damage. Hold on. You will take five points of damage. Five points of damage as you peel yourself off the flagstones and broken table shards below. Only thankful that you stopped to pick up the fork, which didn't impale itself into your vital organs. Um, Classic. You're not only wearing stars, you're seeing stars. (laughs) I love parkour, but it just doesn't love me. (laughs) That's the problem. Tati, you look back now and you hear more raised voices coming from the other side of the door. Can can we hide behind the door? I was was thinking that. I think I'm going to hide behind. Yeah. Uh, Hanash, Tati, make me a stealth check. I'll take a group stealth check. What does that mean? Can he just roll for a roll? No, I think it's if... Wait, so is it like... Do we get to choose whether one of us rolls with advantage or both of us roll once? As there's two of you, I will go with that. If there's more than two of you, it's usually you all roll and if more than half of you are successful, you're okay. But as there's two of you, 
I don't mind. You can both roll and take the highest, or one of you can roll with advantage. I will roll with advantage. And I got a 19. Jesus Christ. Panosh, you start panicking a little bit as you can hear the footsteps and you hear a key go into the lock. Tati literally points at you, points at an area as you go and stand behind the door. As he comes and joins you, as the door swings up, it, it stops mere millimetres from the end of your nose. Panash, as you hear booted feet wander into the stairs behind the door, which you can't see, as you hear a voice say, Well, not again. How many of you do we see? You can't see anything, you're behind a door. I didn't think I'd pass the door already, sorry. No, they're on the other side of the door, looking over the lip, looking at the shattered body of the uh, cleric, who's currently peeling him. Can they see all the way down there? Oh, yeah, it's an open, I told you, it's an open spiral staircase. This man was leaping from balustrade to balustrade. Rather than walking all the way round, he was leaping the gap. Yeah, that makes sense. There was no point to what he was doing. He was doing <laughs> for parkour. Mounting the gap. Oh, that's what it's called in the industry. <laughs> In the parkour industry. Yes. Aristobulus, as you peel yourself out of the shards of broken table and cobblestone, a bit like Loki peeling himself out of the floor as Hulk has smashed him, you just hear a little voicing as your breath re-enters your body as you look up and you see a pair of eyes several floors above you in a head hanging over the lip of the balustrade. Do you hear a voice say, no, not again. Just say, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to nod and be like, don't you just hate it when this happens? Pretend you're a guard. Pretend you're a guard. Pretend yeah, you're pretend guard. you're a guard. Anyway, off to do my shift. And I'm just going to try and slink, <laughs> slink away. As you pick yourself up, bleeding, <laughs> holding onto a fork. Staggering around. against the wall. Mm-hmm. Um... Make me, <laughs> make me a deception check. This is going to be great. I think you must wish it's not making you have a disadvantage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 17. Ooh-wee! 17, you hear a voice above you as a voice says, Jethro, is that you? The fucking lightning in here is terrible. <laughs> You're going to be like, say as little as possible. So muster up the big, the big breath in as I might have a collapsed lung at this point. <laughs> <laughs> One more sentence will do it. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> you hear a voice above you. See three floors up. This is closer to the guys by the door as he says, "Do you know?" And I'm going to be like, oh, "For fuck's sake!" Another big breath, and I'm like, "No, I'm good." Okay, right. Well. Stop all your larking around. Pick up the bits of fucking table and get moving. Those <laughs> slot buckets won't empty themselves. Uh, I'm just going to groan and, and get to it. <laughs> <laughs> As uh, the door stays open and you hear the footsteps walk away. Fuck yeah, I'm, I'm the king. <laughs> Collapse lung. Just pull your rib out of yeah. your own. Uh, okay. <laughs> Can I, Sweet. Uh, do you say the door stays open? Yeah, yeah. The two of you are behind the door on, um, there's a, like a, the top of the stairs is a flat area, basically. I'm trying to think what you'd call it, like a landing, I suppose. Mm. There's a landing of which you are behind a door, and now you hear the footsteps walk away. The door is now open. Can I get a sense of how many people are in the next room? Just, just based on... Ooh. If that, what I can hear. Reception check. Uh, 
20, not natural. Why do you guys keep rolling highs? We do it. We're doing good today. I'm deliberately picking what I'm good at. <laughs> I can't even say that you're cheating so I can see the fucking rolls coming in. Um, your hunting skills, you repurpose, listening to the noise of people. You hear the shuffling of at least two or three people who seem to be doing menial work in the next room. None of the voices are raised in anger or suspicion. Everything seems to be business as usual in the next room, but there's at least two or three voices. Okay. You hear the shuffling of papers, the creaking of a chair. It's about what you can make it. I think there's... I mean, we know there's at least one guard in there. This is what, this is what I'm just thinking to myself. Uh, there's one guard in there, at least, and potentially a couple of people who are just like cleric, clerical workers or something like that. I mind to tie. Fucking Christ. With your plate. <laughs> dagger. What are you doing whilst, whilst these two are getting an advanced recce on of the next room? What are you doing, Aristobulus, as you pick yourself up? Um, I'd like, is, if there's any um, handy bits of splintered wood that could work as a weapon, I'd like to grab one and slowly very slowly make my way back up the stairs uh, after being severely winded from my fall. <laughs> As you peel yourself up off the floor, yeah, you've got a slightly bent fork. And a bit of wood. <laughs> there are at least four table legs. Picking one up, you realise you could use it as a fairly decent club. Yep, uh, I'll, I'll do that. There's one in each hand. I've got like my, my fork, I've got a table leg, I'm walking back up the stairs to join the homies. You pick a table leg that has a fairly substantial nail sticking out the side that was holding it into the... Sweet, sweet. ...bolt of the table, I want to call it. I'm really not a woodsman. I'm really a carpenter is the word I'm looking for. <laughs> woodsman. <laughs> I XP of anyone who ever mentions that again. <laughs> I'm not what you'd call a, wood, a woodsmith. <laughs> what you'd call a woodsman. I like the wood. Um, as you've got a table leg with a wicked rusty nail sticking out the side of it as you come back up the stairs this time slower and quieter the only noise you hear Tati and Hanash is the creak of his bones and the wheeze of his breath (laughs) as he comes up here comes old one alone (laughs) (laughs) I like to whisper some sweet nothings to uh, Tati and like specifically I want to say like can we like we know like one of the guards names can we say like that guard sent us up here to like um, for outbound processing or like whatever like <laughs> but I feel like if we're not meant to murder people then we gotta kind of get through these guys with like not bad I uh, I don't mind it uh, although what- you've already killed an old man with intimacy knocks out I mean you've broken municipal property stolen food um Now's not the time to get on the high horse and morals and whatnot, but it's nice. To, it's, not, it's a nice change. It's a I nice change. The difference between stealing food and murdering clerics. Yeah, I um, I was I was going to um, just see if I can edge my edge myself round the open door a little bit, just to see if I can get a very quick peek at who's in there. <laughs> 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 Uh, it made me a slight of hand. Slight of stealth. Hand. Oh, sorry, sorry, stealth. Stealth. Twenty nine. What you fuck off? What is wrong with you? Right, this is it. I'm I'm busting you back to level one. Um, the teeny tiny little man gnome leans out ever so stealthily, just like very low to the ground, very unassuming. As you look into the office beyond, very briefly, you see. Uh, 
almost like the jailer's office. There's various tables used for processing prisoners. You see scrolls on desks. You see um, at least three people. There's a jailer, a fat jailer, asleep in a chair in the corner, and a couple of people at desks who seem to be doing admin work. Um, and a door on the other side. Are they, um, when they're doing the admin work, are they facing away from the door? Or are they facing to the door? All of you, all of them are... Two desks, one on each side of the room, both facing your side of the room, and a jailer by the fire in the far side, snoring with his feet up. Okay. Um, shit, gotta be stealthy. Gotta be stealthy. It depends what you want to do. If you want to get the um, other guys out, or if you want to keep moving forward without being seen. Yeah? I mean, that seems like... This is like splinter cell. Yeah. Quite literally. Yeah. You break out of a cell and your ass is full of splinters. Do we, uh, <laughs> do we remember... I'm trying to think if we can remember the way back to the the like the main door that brought us into this building. Is that what that door in front of us? That door, very much. See, my thinking is, if I can get you guys out, I can I can try and stealth around. Because um, yeah, you're, you're one of them. And find the other guys. Um, potentially dress myself up as one of the fucking dwarves. I like this um, idea. I like a bit of fancy dress. Like a slim-lined dwarf. When has the gnome ever passed for a dwarf? Well, you don't know what he's capable of yet. You don't know how, how high we're rolling. We've got rich blood in this game. Yeah, it's true, to be fair, at this point. What high rollers right now. Um... Yeah, that's my. I want to try and get you guys out, and then once you guys are safe, I can try and find the other guys, find find our shit, and find out what the fuck's going on. So now, as I reach the top, I assume at this point, are you going to say that Jeffro or whatever it's called sent you to uh, to to do things? But by a what do you call it? Um, process of elimination, you basically worked out Jethro is probably the guy you knocked out at the bottom of the bucket. Big boy. Well, None of us really look like him. Oh no, we do have a big hunky dude. He's green. Yeah, it's gonna ah. be green, and you're much bigger than a dwarf. Well, I think we can say that he sent us here, and like we've got a name, and like if we if we play it real cash, <laughs> which is the Hermash way, mm-hmm. then maybe they're like, yeah, bro. Let's oh, do sorry. It. Just just to clarify, none. Uh, Jethro wasn't a human. No, uh, Jethro was a human, as is the jailer who's asleep by the fire. Uh, the other two are dwarfs who are at the table. Okay. Um, what do you reckon, Tati? Come on, brains. All right. You sure I can? I can play. I can play rooms like that and make sure the fire like like that. Well, I mean, I could probably I could probably sneak up to him and just like non-lethal sneak attack him in the back of the head, but like with like the hell of a dagger. But one of the clerics see is that. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. We I'm, can take the clerics. We have uh, a spoon and three a of fork. Us, three of them. We've got a spoon. We have a spoon and a plate. A leg, a fork, and a sharpened plate. Lewis, do you have any like, kind of um, charm spells or anything? Yeah, um, I was just about to have a look to see what we could do because I like the idea of t- taking the big guy because it's comical plus also. The big guy's uh, asleep. Exactly, and he's like a third of his size. This checks out. If anything, it's a fair fight. Um, and I've got I've got command let's see again I'm prepared to use command again it was really handy earlier you were prepared to use a second level spell to death <laughs> I know well I know okay yeah but I have command on first level as well so I've got you've also a bit got a robe of stars does command only affect one yeah. person I'm just checking um 
to a creature you can see within range. Yeah, so, yeah. You can one of them to kind of let us go through with one word, but not to what the word is. But like, uh, like, no. Free or, uh, yeah, just something like I like the lateral thinking. Just say help. That's going on here. Well, you can, rather than get one, because if he, if Tati's getting the key, we just need them to go away, like I've done before when I've just used command to say flee, and they've just ran off into the woods. You've got a big bunch of keys already. I was going to say, oh, yeah. I've got, the, I've got the full set of keys from the jailer. Yeah. So if I just get one of them to run away, and then there's just two to deal with, uh, so do we like the results? If we get one to run away, then we can we get to the other one before he makes a noise and kind of incapacitate him in a non-lethal way? Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to sneak over to... Did you say that the clerics are like looking at the door where we are? Uh, yes, the, the clerics are. So imagine uh, the door in front of you. There's a room, and directly on the other side is another door facing you. Mm. All of that is on the left-hand side of the room, and on the right-hand side are two tables in sort of next to each other in parallel, like so and so, each with a person on, and behind them to the right-hand side is a fireplace with a chair with a fat dude in it who is snoring away. I'm not going to be able to get to the... Hello! Hello. Sorry, I just thought I'd interrupt. There's someone in your house, AJ. There's someone in your house. Oh, gold. 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 Benel, there's someone in your house. AJ. (laughs) All right. You hear Maud's voice. You hear the screaming (laughs) coming through the door. (laughs) You just hear a voice say, Not the nose! (laughs) Not my beautiful big nose. Not my beautiful big nose! So, is there? There's no. Uh, there's no way I can sneak past the the two the two clerics to get to the jailer without them seeing me. Yeah, you'd have to literally walk between their desks. Their desks are at the near side and the far side of the room. Okay, it's almost as if you need a distraction so that would make everybody leave the room. What are you thinking? I'm thinking I yell and tell for once. Arasovis might just tell the truth. I might just start, yeah, if I was, like, near the steps or whatever, and yeah, oh, I can go back down the steps. I, I can yell it from wherever and say, like, help, prison break, which has happened, and that you need all guards and staff at once. Wouldn't everyone leave the room? But wouldn't they leave the room past us? Well, no, if you two are still hid behind the door. Okay. Mm. You're going to take him away. Do we give it a go? I mean, I do... Why I do... you are taking so long to plan all of this? You hear, open you hear the wettest fart you have ever heard in your life as the man who is asleep in the chair by the door lets out the wettest fart in existence as the dog which is curled up round his feet goes Woo! I'm going to do it because I've got, I've, got, I've got the most amount of shit sorry to cut you off on your fart the... monologue there AJ <laughs> my fart monologue uh, this is tightly written fart monologue <laughs> Seriously. I went to RADA. There's today's title. <laughs> the wettest fart comes out of the jailer in the chair, which turns the dog which was sleeping at his feet as both the clerics turn around in their chairs, look at him, and one of them's like, fuck me, Tully, you're diseased. So they're turned away from us now, what are you saying? Yep. Yeah, okay, let, let's, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go out the door. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sneak up to the, the the one that's closest to us, that's faced away, and I'm gonna um, hit him in the back of the head with the hilt of my dagger. Can, can, can we do this simultaneously? Can I hit the other one with my fist? Maybe a joint. Right. Okay. If you want to do this, I'm perfectly happy to entertain this idea. This is 
Sometimes life gives you a wet fart and you've got to work with Sometimes you've got a bottle. If, if you two want to do that, Aristobulus, what do you want to do? Um, I want to... As, who's going up to the guard? Sorry. Who's doing what? Both of them are going up to the different clerics at the various chairs who've turned around to both smell and comment on the multimedia experience that was the wet fart. But nobody's woke These up the two guard. wonderful people are going to go and... Nobody's, no, no one's going for the, the guard that's asleep Yeah, No one's going for the guard that's asleep yet. I think I want to do that. I want to cast command, and I want to... The, the word I want to use is protect. I want to just flip him on our side. It Just for like... I know it only lasts briefly, but I feel like we can get past this whole situation quicker if we use him for our advantage. Does that make sense? I mean, we're about to we're about to fuck up the only two clerics in this room with non-lethal damage. Um, and this is non-lethal as well, unless I have to hit him with... But once this guy's commanded, he'll wake up and... Yeah. Then he'll... Then... Just for the sake of narrative and storyline, when I called them clerics, that doesn't make them D&D cleric archetypes. No. That makes them mild-mannered admin pendants. Yeah, that's what I'm... That's what I'm yeah, saying. Right, yeah. Clerical workers. Unless we've got a better... Uh, unless we've got a better plan for the for the dude. What about if like we attack the guards and if we succeed and knock them out then they're asleep, then everyone's asleep and we can just walk out. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, okay. But, but, but okay, no, yeah, go if, for that. If shit does go down, then maybe you command him to then to help us. Yeah. Plan, plan B makes leave sense. Leave him for now and see what happens. Let's do it. So okay. we want to knock out this cleric, AJ. Yeah. Maybe it happens. Alright, let's do it. Right, both of you make me so Aristobulus is waiting at the door to see how things go down. As little and large both make yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't you preemptively make me an attack. I can see what you're rolling. <laughs> uh, both of you made me stealth checks oh. simultaneously. Just use that for it. <laughs> you look good. Yeah. Mine's not that great. Oh. Oh. No, mine's going to be awful. Oh. 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 Great through with the absolute minimum that I was thinking. As two small level clerics turn their noses up at the wet fart, which is kind of, it's got that kind of, um, you know, when you put your wet boots in front of the fire and that horrible smell slowly as they dry out, it's got that kind of lingering, disgusting, drying wet leather smell. Um, you could probably guess that the chair this man in is kind of slightly discolored. He's a, he's a man who's used to queefing. <laughs> and um, you, it's an ass queef. Uh, that chair seen, seen some shit, literally. Um, as the two of you position yourselves ready over your willing victims, you look over at Aristobulus, who paused in the door, the look of suspense on the filthy cleric's face. Talk to you. So I want to hit, but I want to make sure that if we do knock him out, I want to go straight away for the catch to, like, soften the, the fall. That's why I put that out there now. Mm. Uh, it's funny to okay. me. So hit, Daddy. Uh, 16. Just hit. Uh, Jesus Christ. Right, both of you make me... Hang on a minute. Are you both looking to bludgeon? You're both looking to bludgeon. I'm yeah, I'm going for, like, non-lethal damage. I want to try and knock this person out. Yeah. Okay, both of you make me um, unarmed strength. I'm using the. I'm, I'm going to use the hell of my dagger. Should I still use unarmed strike damage for that? Mm. Bloody good point. Oh God! Why would you make a DM think about this? Mm. Uh, hmm. Make me. Jesus, this is bastard, isn't it? As a, as a middle ground, if you want. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I'm suggesting this because this could go far worse for me. 
Um, my damage for the dagger is 1d4 plus 4, so we could just say 1d4. No, I'm trying to think, because you've hit them successfully. I'm just trying to work out what the best device is. Yeah, because I guess... Okay, you're you both of you roll me a strength individually, make me a strength check. I'm going to save that against their, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, I'm going to roll your strength against their constitution. So Hanash, your strength, 14. Yeah. This guy's constitution is... Um, oops, sorry. So an eight. So you got a... <coughs> what did you get, Hanash? 14. 14, he got an eight. So you crunch him in the back of the neck, you hear him feel his body go limp in your hands as you just lower him, his head down onto the desk. Whereas Tati made me a strength check against... 16. 18. Oh, oh dear. <coughs> as you hear a wet slumping noise as the man looking slightly starry-eyed turns around and stares at you, rocking on his haunches. Can I... Uh, I give all of you one action. Can I just hit him him again? (laughs) I give all of you one action between you as the man is rocking on his haunches as the other man is still snoring in his chair. Okay. Maybe six seconds to do something before this man comes around as he's currently holding onto the back of his head, rocking around on his... Uh, Do again? Yeah, I'm just going to hit him again. Uh, Should I I hit him first because I've got better strength plus... Yeah. He's currently swaying on his feet, Hanash. Tati's looking wide-eyed up at him as Hanash rolls 21. That was a strength check. Do I need to roll for hit first? Uh, yeah, roll me a hit. Shit. I got so excited. Real excited. 15 to hit? Just. Yeah. Yes. Literally, if you'd got any lower, you would have been fucked. Uh, roll me a um, strength check. Oh, fuck off. Well, I mean, he rolled a 21 before. He rolled a 7, you oh. rolled an 8. There you go. Yeah. As the second blow, you feel the back of it, something crack in the back of his skull as you just lower him down like a child onto a bed who's gone to sleep. You slowly lower him back down into his chair, rest his head on the table. As you look over at the snoring form of the jailer, who's currently still in his seat, the wolfhound dozing at his feet, still asleep. You've now got two dozing clerics on the table. Is the, is the dog still asleep as well? Oh, OK. Is there only one door in this room? Well, one door you came through, one on the other side. Yeah, so yeah. OK. Um, is there any... Are there any... I don't know why there would be. This is an underground city. Is there any windows... Um, on the side of the room where that other door is? Uh, there are no windows per se. The only window you've seen is a small shaft which came down at an angle in the cell. You're originally in the particular windows in this. This is an internal room. Okay. I was just going to say... There's a fireplace. I was just going to... With a fire going up. I was just going to see if there was any um, any way I could see what was outside from this room. Uh, no, this, this, this is the checking in desk of the jailer. Okay. Are there any weapons in this room that are, like, obvious about rough Maybe a... Do you want to have an investigation check to specifically look for weapons? Uh, yeah, I don't want to, like, check in drawers or anything. I don't want to make it do anything that makes sounds, but, yeah, I want specifically look. Yeah, yeah, maybe an investigation check. I'm going to say, for the sake of not waking this guy up, you're going to be fairly stealthy. 18. 18, yeah, pretty good. Um, again, dagger on each of the um, people you knocked out... And um, a um, 
Warhammer leaning against the wall. You could take that for Warhammer. Yeah, I'm going to take the Warhammer and go like point to Aristobulus and daggers on the people if you want. I collect them, so I've got a nice handful of gear. There's another set of keys, by the way. We meet there. Another set of keys. So large bundle and keys on the guy on the desk on the desk. With the assortment of paperwork, there's a metric shit ton of paperwork, various levies and books open at various pages, ink bottles. Some of the ink bottles have been knocked over in the kerfuffle and are now free-flowing across the desk, covering the um, paperwork. One of the dwarfs that you've knocked out has his face in a puddle of ink. Sucks to be happy. As he happily snores. Um, can I... Uh, I don't want to go rifling through it if there's a big pile, but just casting my eye, I guess, over the paperwork that's on the desk, is there anything that looks like a kind of... I don't know what they call it. Like, arrest paperwork for us. Yeah. So you look around, um, you see a broad spined book open on the far desk the one that hasn't got ink all over it has a ledger of the various people in it and as you scan down you see the names of yourselves in there no reference anywhere to Barbara Um, as you scan through the page before you can see um, Gary Sparkle Tip's name and just out of curiosity you have to go about right almost to the very beginning of the book you find Lemon Leaf the very dawn of time itself the very dawn of time itself you find Lemon Leaf's name is there any on the page where it said our names was there anything um, it says next Lemon Leaf's name um, reason for incarceration um, public nudity obviously obviously Um, I knew we were were a kin spirit um, just out of interest on the on the um, page where it's got our names is there anything that's, is there anything different written against LCR and Maud's names? Um, Just something that would give me a clue as to why they were separated from us, basically. You get the feeling it was possibly a racial thing. <laughs> fucking dwarfs, man. They're, <laughs> they're considerably more different looking with their horns and scales than uh, the rest of you are at least humanoid. Wow. Um, it's a racial thing. Okay. I'm going to uh, I'm going to take the other set of keys from the desk um, that Honash found. Is it worth someone else having a set? So, like, are these the same set, or do we? Or can we see if these like keys match up, or are they different? Are they different? Things? Well, <laughs> I think like no, no point in two well, person having two sets of the keys. We may find them. At a cursory glance, they appear to have roughly the same number of keys of the same size. Uh, that look of similar nature. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you Short of having to try the 144,000 permutations of each, they look pretty similar. Well, I, yeah, if I have two more house keys and put them together, I'm like, yeah, that's... Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you've got, you've got a set each. Do we make it to the door then? Should we I think, think go through? Yeah. You, 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 I'm going to slowly open the door and just try and see out if there's any glass blades walking about. As you make your way to the door... You try your new set of keys, Hanash, and you discover that, lo and behold, after a while you find a key of roughly the same size of the same colour of the lock that opens the outer door. The man still snoring in the chair with the wolfhound at his feet makes a low groan as the clunk of the lock opens, but he goes back to sleep. As you open the door, you see a short corridor in front of you with a large double set of doors behind them. Uh, you hear a lot of voices coming through those doors. Once uh, these guys are through, I'd like to close the door behind us. Yeah. 
making your way into the inner atrium you see various doors on the right and the left for which you do not particularly hear anything behind after a cursory glance you do not seem to have the keys for them as Hanash turns quietly bolts the door behind you sealing in the many sleeping guards the dead form of lemon leaf and uh, your one-time bardic friend Gary Sparkletip as you make your way to the far double doors you listen through them at first listening to the hubbub of various voices first you struggle to differentiate them then you realize the trouble is the fact that what you are hearing is the hushed tones of hundreds of people Hanash using the bulk of his <coughs> upper body strength to pull the door open slowly you pull the two double doors apart leaving a small gap and as between them you look on you see a courtroom I knew it we fucking knew it you were gonna you were gonna get back to your courtroom eventually weren't you you see a ginormous basking courtroom um high reaching dioceses with pillars up Uh, the floor is a checkerboard pattern a little bit like a chess table but with alternating black and white tessellated tiles all over the floor you see various statues built into the pillars and the walls of um People of great deed, of whom you have absolutely no idea, a mixture of dwarfs, elves, and humans. A variety of different outfits on, many with, with scrolls inscribed onto the walls above them. And around you see up, viewing galleries high up, various tiers, like any kind of sports stadium, with various people now sitting. The um, low throng of voices. You've come in at a lower side part, so you're on the ground floor, but you see that this goes up easily a hundred feet into the air with on the round all around you. You look up and there are various podiums, and off in the furthest podium is a dwarf with a long flowing white beard who's holding a scepter and a stick in one hand. Um looking as old as time himself, his beard knotted down into plaits with an arcan stone in each plait and his hair bound back into a white mane. Uh, He looks very, very well-groomed. Even his crazy eyebrows are kind of combed into a sort of sense of... um, He's he's certainly got a sense of regality and importance about him. Um, And as you look over in the far podium... You see two familiar people on the stand as you see Maud and you see Belsiar up on the witnesses' stand. As you hear a booming voice say, All right! Yes, is where we're going to pause this week's adventure. Yes! Hello, Pod, it's AJ again. Who's ready for a slice of courtroom drama next week? Because I sure as hell know I'm not. I need to go away and bone up on the finer aspects of the dwarven legal system before next week rolls around. Because the short arm of the law never sleeps till justice is served. Thanks so much for joining us this week. We really do appreciate you tuning in for another dollop of fun-packed fantasy fuck nuggetry. Assuming you've made it this far, why not consider hitting that subscribe button and never missing another episode again? Better yet, give us a five-star review on whatever podcasting platform you're on and help spread the word of our shenanigans far and wide. As ever, if you fancy getting your project shouted out on here, then why not slide into our DMs on Twitter and we will see what we can do to help. 
If you fancy supporting us by donating the price of a hot drink, you can do so at coffee.com forward slash adventurers anonymous. As ever, for all the latest news and updates, we can be found on our social media streams at Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So why not join us on there and keep up to date? So that just leaves time for me to say a huge goodbye from Chris, Chris, Lewis, Matt, Chanel, and myself. Give yourself a hearty slap on the back from all of us. We'll see you next week. And remember, happy adventuring, my friends. Stay safe out there.